Oh, hey there. It's Darren Moll here. Welcome to Darren's Decade Podcast. In this 10-part series, you can meet some of the people that have been a part of my life in the past decade, people that have influenced me, people that I might have influenced, and a couple of the sordid stories from my long-distant past. It is available on all major podcast platforms and on our website, ecr.co.za. Just search Darren's Decade. I think I would just get into trouble if I only interviewed my previous program manager. So in a way, as protecting uh, my job and my future, we might as well talk to my present program manager, Zane Derbyshire. Over the last decade, Darren's met some awesome people. In this 10-part podcast series, Darren has open, honest, sometimes deep, sometimes hilarious conversations with them. These podcast things, they're, they're a bit tricky for me because, A, I actually don't like talking about myself or my accomplishments. I like to leave my, um, you know, my colors on the floor and let people choose for themselves. Yeah. I'll always, um, I've, always, I've, I've always said this. It's like a, the, the thing I can't sell. I can sell anything, which you know after 10 years, but I can sell anything. I just can't sell myself. It's difficult, though. <laughs> I, think, I think someone in your position who notoriously has to talk other people and other things up when it comes mm. to you yourself, it is sometimes a little bit awkward. Yeah. So I, I, suppose I, I can talk you up if you'd like me to, though. Well, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm now thinking as a radio brain. So like a few years yeah. ago, I would have been doing this differently. But as a radio brain, I'm going, if anyone's listening to this right now, we're going to get out of it. Yeah. So that's yeah, like, I mean, I think, we have to answer think, that I, question. I think, yeah, but I think that the, the the point you made earlier is about just leaving the stuff on the floor. For me, it's also a case of, you know, some people, you know, you get these when we's. You know, 10 years ago, I did this, or five years ago, I did this. And I think as a radio presenter, it's often not about past achievements, but it's literally about how good was your last show. Yeah, And I think one of the things about you, certainly from my perspective, is the incredible growth I've seen in you as a presenter. I mean, I remember, I don't know if you want us to go back to 2013 when I started. Let's go back. Let's put it all on the floor. <laughs> I remember so well um, kind of getting there, meeting the team, listening a little bit to the radio station, um, not being very familiar with East Coast Radio because remember at the time I came from Joburg, moved to Durban, uh, and, and, and you know how it is. You normally listen to the radio during office the hours. Story here. You'd come from radio, you know, you're at radio institution. So you'd come from presenter, music manager, station manager. You, you had proper legacy. So you weren't just mm. rocking up as, you know, let's try this job. Yeah, look, I mean, at the time when I joined in 2013, I, you know, I'd, I'd been in radio for 14 years. So I, I had a pretty good idea of, of what a great breakfast show should sound like. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so when I joined the station and, and, and being, you know, the team that you had with you at the time was arguably super inexperienced to be on a morning show. So mm. I remember sitting in Trish Taylor's office at the time and she's saying, so what do you think? You know, it's the breakfast show. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know about the breakfast <laughs> I don't know about If it's that. any consolation, oh. if there's any consolation, when you arrived, I also thought we were cuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I mean, I think looking back, 
on the past, um, certainly the past seven years that I've been involved, um, what, what what's kind of struck me is the leaps and bounds that the show, but you as a presenter also have have taken. You know, I think at the time, you know, being being a stand up comedian, being an actor is one thing, mm. but you have now properly got being a radio presenter under your belt. And I think that the arts in all those different disciplines or the skills in all those different disciplines are probably very different. Mm. Um, Whereas at the time, I think you were trying to be very formulaic as a radio presenter because people were saying, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that. And now if I listen to you, you will sometimes make calls on the fly because you've got the experience, you've got the understanding of how the medium works and it just works. One of the things, you know, we always talk about is how wonderfully you do live reads. Now that's probably mm-hmm. a skill you learned through acting, but, but, but the point is that you do it better than most. Um, and, and again, I think that comes with experience. And I think, you know, we, we had some trials and tribulations with the breakfast show. I mean, you know, it, it wasn't all smooth sailing. Um, but it never is, right? So, like, I, I look at, uh, you know, comparisons. I always look at what else is happening in the industry. And um, it's, you know, you realize it's, you know, to the outside, I look in, they go, oh, wow, that's, that's working nicely. But you and I know from the inside, there's a hell of a lot of work and there's a hell of a lot of drama. So my question to you is, what's it like working with the least diva breakfast show host ever? <laughs> Well, it was wonderful working with Jeremy Mansfield. Uh, when I was in um, no, Darren, I, but, you know, we, we, laugh, we laugh about this, right? But one of the things about you that I appreciate so much is your willingness to learn. I mean, there have been times when we've been in my office after the show and I properly cucked you guys out about something. And you're not the kind of person who goes and sits and sulks. I mean, you'll sheepishly stick your head back in the door and come and ask some questions, you know, mm-hmm. because you want to know what's going on. And, and, and I think there's a lot to be said for that as a radio presenter. The big problem with radio presenters mostly is their egos are so massive, you know, and they think mm-hmm. they know best and they don't want to take feedback and they don't want to take input. And, you know, it's all about them, them, them. And the truth is in radio, it's all about the listener. And if you don't put the listener at the center of everything you do, you're actually in the wrong job, you know? So that took me about and, five and years I, mean, I know that sounds very cliched and very consultant speak, but I mean, the, the reality is that, that you know, that's got to be the fundamental of every radio show is, is what does the audience want? What does the audience need? Mm. Yeah. Which is why I asked the question before this, what's, what's, what's in it for the audience? Hundred percent, and I think I don't know if that's if it's I don't know how other radio personalities do it, but like um, as far as the live read is concerned, in 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 theatre or in film, actually just in acting, you get this thing called the table read. So you get the script a few days before you haven't met the other personalities, and you're literally playing out the words uh, for the first time. But you've got to inject character and personality and own the lines as if you've you're in fifth week of rehearsals. And yeah, so that, that kind of, that came in handy for me. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see live reads the night before and I'll, I'll look at it and I'll go, what is, what are they trying to get across here? How do I sell this? And, and so it's, I suppose, you know, you do, you do lean on your, on your other talents. 
Mm. Yeah. But I think that's that's also, you know, again, the difference between a good radio presenter and a great radio presenter. A great radio presenter looks at the live reads the night before and asks those questions. A good radio mm. presenter will go, oh, okay, here's a live read. Let me quickly pre-read it 30 seconds before I have to read it. Mm. Um, and I think that, you know, and maybe this is also because of your your kind of training as an actor, there's an art to doing radio. It's not about mm. showing up and quickly looking on something for something on Facebook or Twitter and talking about it. You know, it's about saying, hey, tomorrow we're going to discuss this. What's the angle? How mm. can we re-angle it? How can we make it interesting? How can we get the audience to care about it? You know, um, because that's also something that's really critical. I mean, coming up with a cool idea, anybody can come up with a cool idea. But the fact is, how do you really take it, make it live on air, make it live online, make it live on social, and really get people to care about it? Um, you know, and we, and, and and we can't mess around. We can't mess around with it either, because you know, as um, a, a commercial radio station, um, there isn't a hell of a lot of time to unpack something. It's not talk radio, and it's not a podcast. You know, you've got your no. you've got your ads, and you've got your features, and you've got your news and your sport, and and then your, your music and all that stuff. And if, if if people were to know that we would probably get under ten minutes of actual talk time within three hours, they'd be like, "What?" So you don't even work three hours a day; you work ten minutes a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and that again, I mean, it's again an art. I mean, how do you fit in everything you need to fit in in the allocated time? Mm. Um, you know, and, and, and again, why do we put restrictions on how long you should speak for? Well, because we want the audience to remain entertained. We don't want uh, some smart ass DJ going off at a tangent, you know. Mm. Uh, so, so it's difficult within all those restrictions to kind of put. Uh, or to get the message across and to get it across in a way that's meaningful and includes all the relevant information that the listener might need. Like I remember when our, our international consultant was out um, a good couple of years ago and he was telling us a story about this breakfast show that it had been together for like 10 or 15 years. Yeah. And he played us a piece. And I, and I remember thinking to myself, that piece would have me believe that these guys only see each other or talk to each other for the three or four hours that they're in the studio and on air. And that is true. I didn't know that that was true because you hear people and they in engage and they, it just sounds like they go home together and they jaw together and, and they sport together and they leisure together. It, it sounds like that on air. And I think that's how we sound on air, but I don't think many people know that, you know, um, um, I'll only leave the studio at sort of 10 or 11, maybe a bit later if we've got meetings or whatever, pre-Rona. Pre now, it's, now, now it's five past, and I still yeah. get out of the studio after caring. Kerry, <laughs> <laughs> we have the camera footage to prove. <laughs> Guys, can we pre-record the goodbye? I can be out of here. I caught it too. <clears throat> no, Kerry, not today. We've, we've communicated on all these other platforms and then we, um, we arrive and then the radio gods kick in and then it's three hours of just this amazing stuff and then we just we disappear. It's amazing to think that, you know, Sky Shamalala still has a girlfriend. Um, he goes home and then he's got his flatmates and then they train together and then he's got his fish debacle and then he's got his jawling time uh yeah. he's got his his playstation time he's also helped uh he also helps out with the shisanyama and he's got a whole little business element that happens there as well 
And so he's got this whole, he's got multiple lives. He's got the entire rugby life and he's got the entire um, Shisanyama life and he's got the radio life. And like, um, we are only privy to one part of that. You know, same as, uh, same as Kira, you know, so she'll come in, she'll do a two and a half hour show. She'll go and then (laughs) (laughs) she'll she'll do the yoga thing. And then, um, uh, and, and then the partner thing and then the mates thing and then the home thing. And then, you know, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, we all have these, we we all have these other lives, you know, like I, I, you know, again, pre-Rona would go and do, you know, the socials thing. I do the stand-up thing, I do the emceeing thing. I would yeah. do gatherings and stuff. And it was just, um, yeah, I think, I think that was, that's, that's, that's the big learning that you can be close and intimate and, and not ride each other's house every Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have used Kerry's toilet once in five years. Really? Yeah. And I was not surprised that the toilet roll fell off the, it fell off the <laughs> hole. Like as that happened, I'm like, this is just correct. This is how. But in, in saying all of this, what is the secret sauce to the show? I don't know. Let's ask the program manager. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's it's always a thing that I, I, I mean, and it's difficult for me to answer that question like it is for you probably because we're so close to it. We're incredibly close to this product. Um, and I always try to articulate it for myself, for my boss, for the consultant, for the audience. Um, and and, and I, I just, I firmly believe that when you get the right people in the room, the magic mm-hmm. is going to happen. When you have the wrong people in the room, hard as you may try to crowbar something out of them, you know it's just it's it's not going to work as well. Um, yeah, but that, me, but that, that um, and so many people have tried that, but when it works, is because of the secret sauce, not because of the combination. Like if if it was as simple as that, you know, so get get your demographic demographic of three people of varying ages, varying colors, varying sexes. And yeah. stick them in a room, then you would think, okay, it's going to work, but it doesn't always. So, what is the no. secret sauce? If you knew, if you could identify that and bottle that, you'd make a fortune. You'd make a radio. Well, well, well Darren, it's the same as what makes a video trend on social media. <laughs> I don't know. Well, our latest, our latest one's done exceptionally well on YouTube. The Leo one. Yeah, I think it's done yeah. like a hundred thousand views on YouTube. And this, uh, and this is another lesson I've learned in radio is like you know sometimes you just trust in the creatives because I looked at that and I went, you're just asking us to replicate what they did and do a little bit of fun. This is not going to do well, you know. Like our previous video of holding up the paddles. Yeah, you know, I thought this is this is going to be in the same region as that. So that video that we put a whole budget into got like a thousand views, and then if that and then and we flogged that like a dead horse. We gave that power spots like like FMB budget, and we were lucky to get a thousand views on that. And then you've got this that went proper viral, hundreds of thousands of views. And I was like, and you and you never know. You just I don't know. know. Even after ten years, you never know. Also, also, I think I think if anyone's listening, the big lesson is just trust in the talent around you because that was the hardest learning for me is I'd come from a place where when I go up on stage as a stand-up, I am responsible for my content. I'm responsible for the engagement with the audience, yeah. my time. If I rock, it's me. Thank you very much. Look what I did. And if I yeah. die, oh, snap, look what just happened to me because of what I did. And so that was my life every night for 20 years. 
Yeah. And you come to radio and there's a, it's a team dynamic and it was hard for me to let go. Okay, this link should be this. Like, planning to talk about this or we could be talking okay. about this and just just let go. You know what? Zane wants us to talk about this. Fine. How do, my, my only job is making yeah. sense. Producer wants us to talk about this. And then I put my hand up and say, oh, guys, we need to talk about this. And the whole room goes, and I go, okay, cool. All right. So we, we, we that is a lesson. About- I can testify that that's a lesson that you've learned. Yeah. Because I remember at the start, you were quite precious when you had an idea and then your idea wouldn't make it to air. And then you'd like kind of I hold on leave. a couple of weeks afterwards. <laughs> and I go, I don't understand why we haven't committed half an hour to the impeachment. It's so important. <laughs> it's so historic. <laughs> Everyone wants to know. <laughs> now the peach is gone. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to make this political. No, no. That's also yeah, yeah. But I think I think you know I, um, as a as a closing remark, if I may, mm. you know I yeah, wrap it up. We've got to go into spots. <laughs> I love working with you. I think you are an incredibly accomplished radio presenter. 10 years on a breakfast show is flippin' mind-blowing in itself. Um, so to celebrate 10 years in radio and 10 years on a breakfast show at the same time, yeah, that's a, a pretty rare achievement. And, and, and I suspect, and I haven't got the figures, but there's you know less than 10 people in South Africa who've ever achieved that. So, so you are really standing amongst giants, I think, in our industry. So long may it continue. Um, Thank you. You know, because we love having you part of the team and the listeners love having you on the radio every morning. That's my wish, is that long may this continue. No, those are very nice words. Thank you, boss. And uh, truth be said, I, I didn't think I'd make three years and then five years uh, and 10 years. So when it, it just sort of like jumped on me. I was like, what? Yeah. 10 years? Um, it's um, you know, it's lacquer. It's nice to be recognised, and uh, and thank you for those kind words. I appreciate that. Darren's decade on East Coast Radio, KZN's number one hit music station. For more, hit ecr.co.za. Hashtag Darren's decade.